It's your purple. Raise your mugs and raise your little brown jugs and raise a toast. It's Toast Radio, the voice of Bishop's University, making your life a bit more purple. Welcome everyone to episode three of Gator Talk. Today my guest is number 77 from the women's hockey team, Nella. How are you today, Nella? I'm well, how are you? Good, thank you. So you're a third year sociology major out of Nova Scotia. Yep. So coming from Nova Scotia, what led you to come to Bishops to play hockey? So I went to a prep school in Nova Scotia called um, Newbridge Academy, and it closed the year before um, COVID hit. So I was looking at a lot of different schools. Um, I was thinking that I wanted to stay in the States, um, but with COVID coming and staying home a lot, I kind of turned my sights to looking at U Sport, and I knew I wanted to play at a really high level. I'm not a big city girl, so I was looking at the smaller schools, but I wanted to get out of the AUS. Um, so I landed in RSEC, and I loved the campus and the coaches, and I really wanted to build a program, and that was an option here, so yeah. Right, because in your first season, correct me if I'm wrong, that was the first year that women's hockey was a U-sport program, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be the second year, but they didn't play any games with COVID, so I came in, um, and it was our first year, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to have all of those first experiences, the first win, the first goals. All of those little moments were just extra exciting because it it was our first year, and we were really working towards something. Right, and I think you can probably touch on this, the, the growth of the program in the past three years as its first season in new sport, now it's third. Do you want to touch a bit on like how that's developed, with and now this year with the new coach? Just like where you guys are at now. So when we came in in first year, um, it was a lot of individuals who were coming from really strong programs, always used to being like the best on their team, um, like many sports and youth sport. And I think we came in really with the same goal. We all wanted to work towards something and build a program. And so from first year, us all being kind of individuals, Growing now to third year, I think we've really built a system on like collective values and we've become a lot more of a family and we're all working as a team more and just like there's a lot of love and compassion for each other, especially because we all built it together. Right. And I think it's important to touch on that those lessons and values and how those translate to your everyday life in a sense like you apply those same values and lessons learned through hockey and Bishop's hockey to how you approach life every day, right? Like uh, in school and your personal relationships and all that. So do you want to touch a bit on how you balance school and hockey considering you are an academic all-Canadian and just how you maintain that kind of heavy workload in school and obviously on on the ice? So academics are obviously huge for us um, as student-athletes and especially for women's hockey because although there is a new league, we still cannot make a very large living off of it. So we need to make sure that we focus on our academics. It can be a struggle to balance academics and athletics, um, especially for girls who have part-time jobs. Uh, it also depends on the, the, the degree. Um, it can be a heavy course load. But here at Bishops, like we have a lot of options for help um, and peer tutors, everything like that. Like 
it, it doesn't seem to be a huge issue, um, especially for our team. I haven't ran into it just because of, like, all the support we have. We always make sure, like, on the bus, we're always helping each other out. There's always at least a girl or two in your class, so you can always lean on them for help, especially with such a tight group. We, we really support each other, and I think that takes a lot of the stress away. Um, and I also th- think it has something to do with, like, really enjoying um, what I'm in, what I'm doing. It doesn't seem like a task to do the schoolwork, more like an opportunity to learn a lot. So, yeah, and our coaches are really um, understanding, too. If you, if you need to miss a lift for studying, something like that, they're always up for it. So they help us out. Right, because obviously you have to be academically eligible to participate in in, in hockey and, and in any U sports uh, sport. You have to be able to pass your classes and get that degree eventually. So you touched a bit on the new women's league that just opened, the PWHL. Is that something that's kind of in the cards for the future? Like, how does that work? What's the kind of the continuity of, of a women's hockey career? So I haven't heard much of how it's going to go. I know the first year this year, they did a huge draft. Um, so they just put out a list of girls that were eligible, and then um, those girls were drafted. But I don't know if it's going to be similar to the NHL where, um, like, every year there's going to be a draft. I'm only an 03, so I'm still pretty young. So I could play out my years of eligibility in U sport and then maybe be in the draft. But I haven't heard if it's going to be an every year thing, if they're going to reach out to you, that type of thing. I still think that it's kind of like in the buildings um, because there's no like farm teams. So it's not like they can overdraft and then put you on like an under team. I don't think we have that yet um but i'm sure that's coming or maybe they could even send you to europe to play um and then take you from there i i'm not sure and like i said i still have a few more years so i'm not sure what's in the cards for me next um it's i think it would be a really cool opportunity obviously um so it's not something that i'm taking out of the cards yet um i'm gonna be looking into it but it also depends how my last few seasons go Right, and it'd be interesting to see an approach kind of like the CFL takes, like after a certain amount of years you're draft eligible, and if you get drafted, but then they can send you back to school, but they still own your rights for the future years, right? So maybe that's an approach they might take. I think that would be interesting, right? After like four years of U sports, you're you're eligible for the draft or something, and then you can declare, and then they can send you back to school after you're drafted, maybe. I think that's something that could be interesting to see with this league. You touched a bit on uh, opportunities and stuff. Um, you did play Team Canada ball hockey this summer, so uh, just talk to us about that and what that experience was like. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Um, I made the team in 2018 after a nationals tournament in BC, um, but because of COVID for t- a couple years and then the war in Ukraine, the Worlds was cancelled for three years straight, so that was a lot of FaceTime calls, a lot of uh, team workouts online. Um, we just tried to stay as tight as we could as a group, made sure everybody was staying active, fit, and in the right headspace because we knew eventually the tournament would come and we wanted to be ready. So, yeah, this summer it was in Liberich. Uh We had a two-week training camp in Pilsen, which was incredible. Uh, just seeing girls from all over the country come together, it was amazing. Um we had played together the year before in Canada at a smaller level tournament. So 
and we had built like a an amazing group of girls. Like we were so tight. Um, I was lucky enough to be a co-captain, and I have never been on a team that bonded that quickly. So coming together this summer, it was just we had some new faces, but it was just so incredible. And uh, training camp was so much fun. We got to explore a lot as well, which was really cool. And then going into the tournament, we knew that our biggest um, rivalries would be like Slovakia and Czechia because the sport is huge there. And uh, we had a really strong start. We had some really good games. We managed to go to finals undefeated, and it was a really tight one. We won one nothing in the finals. And then, yeah, we just celebrated. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And how does the selection process go for ball hockey right because I'm not I'm not familiar myself with like lower leagues or like how does that happen to make it to team Canada for ball hockey so how it is is every province has a team except for um, Nova Scotia and PEI and it is growing like Nova Scotia just got sanctioned um, by the CBHA so they will now have a team at nationals but every province picks their team, sends them to a tournament. There's um, the Junior Nats, which are U19. Um, there's Women's B and Women's A. And then the scouts for Team Canada go to those tournaments. So I grew up in Ontario. Um, so I started playing in a place called New Tech, uh, where it's huge. Like, there was, like, 40,000 girls in our league. Like, it was, it was almost as big as hockey at the time. And they built a Team Ontario based out of there in like Withrow Park area and then that's where that's where I got chosen from for the younger team and then recently this summer you can get picked up by another province if your province doesn't have a team so Alberta picked me up um, for women's ANATS and that's where I was recently actually just named to the women's team Canada for this summer in Switzerland congratulations <laughs> thank you um, yeah so on Alberta we won bronze this um, at the women's ANATS this summer and yeah, uh, all the teams come together. It's a lot of fun. Quebec is a little bit different. Um, they normally have a men's team, but not a women's team. I think it's a growing sport, uh, like deck hockey, because I think they played a little bit differently here. Uh, it's like three-on-three three rather than uh, like the five-on-five five that I'm used to. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll grow even more in the upcoming years. And how would you say that ball hockey differs from, obviously, ice hockey, which you play at Bishops? Like, what's the biggest differences for you in your game? Well, running seems to be one of my strong suits, so it really helps me in um, ball hockey. There's also a different rule where there's a floating blue line, so uh, the blue line changes to the red line once you cross it, so the offside's a little bit different, um, which leaves a bigger offensive zone for more plays, and I'm a very offensive player, so I really, really enjoy like having more space and time to think about my plays. Um, I also like how like the ball doesn't move as fast as a puck, so you, you have to be a little bit smarter on where you're going to put it, and there's a lot more intent. Um, so yeah, I think that's the biggest difference, just like space and like more thinking, I think. And would you say that, trans that kind of translates to your play on ice hockey? It, it definitely does. You're, I definitely find myself looking for the better option, the better plays a lot more often, um, and I can see the ice a little bit better. And it definitely helps um, playing that all summer for my cardio when I come back. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of similarities, yeah. Nice. And to, to kind of touch back on, on Bishop's hockey, you guys are currently 5-5 five and five on the season right now as we're recording. Um, 
like just touch on that a bit see and, and tell us where you guys are at and what the rest of the season kind of looks like for you guys we had a really strong start uh even in preseason um we were winning a lot of games scoring a lot of goals everything seemed to be going well uh we've hit a bit of a rut right now but i think it's an important thing because i think that we're facing adversity and we're becoming closer as a team learning how to overcome this um, just in the past like two weeks, we've had some struggles, but I think that it's going to really benefit us. Our goal is obviously to go to nationals this year, so we have to finish in the top two. Um, but the top four teams play in playoffs to fight for those two positions. So we're getting everything sorted out, and we're learning from the mistakes we're making. And I, I think we've got really good things coming. Right, and you guys are just behind uh, Concordia and Montreal, right? Yeah. And Concordia being ranked number one nationally, I think they're undefeated right now. Mm-hmm. And then Montreal, you guys aren't far too far behind. So I think it's it's definitely in the cards for this year. And I think you know I've I've been to a few games and stuff, and and you guys look really good this year, a lot faster and a lot more dynamic than last year. I'd say a lot more movement going on. Um, so yeah, like you said, um, in terms of team, team Canada and stuff and all these things, how does that kind of play into part? For, for you guys, like uh, one of your teammates played for Team Canada last year at the, what's it called again? The Fizu Games. <laughs> yeah, at, at the Fizu Games. So does that kind of like, is that always around for, for hockey? Like the, the kind of the idea that, oh, I might go play for the national team or these like the, that type of thing? It's a bit different um, for girls hockey. It seems as though you mainly only get chosen for the, the main Team Canada when you're younger. You kind of need to like develop through the program. We recruited a girl this year um, named Gab Santerre, who has been to the development camp several times. Um, and so she's kind of like grown through the program. So she would, and she's an incredible player, she would get a lot of looks from the Team Canada because they know her name. Um, it's rare that if you haven't been in the program since you're younger that you get picked up, but it does happen. It's, it's always an option if you're having an insane season. Because um, girls peak at different times too. Uh, our captain, um, MC, she was the one that was picked up for the Fizu Games. So the way that works is it's a university team Canada, so it's a U-Sport team Canada. There's a few girls from every league, and um, it, that's actually happening next year. Again, it's every two years, and it's going to be in Italy. So I would say for now, that's more of the look, because um, this would be the recruitment year. So, uh, yeah, I think that's on a lot of girls' radars, but um, I think people try to really focus on, like, our team now instead of thinking, oh, well, maybe I'll get picked up. It's it's more just focusing on the team and playing your best for the team. Yeah, and would you say, like, being involved in ball hockey Canada, would that help you a bit with, uh, like, hockey Canada in that sense, or it's not really related at all? It's, it's not really related from ball hockey to hockey, but I would say it's... Um, the other way around because there's been some Team Canada ice hockey players who have gotten chosen for the ball hockey national team because um, at that point you know their fitness is high enough you know their hockey smarts is there so a lot of times they join they might have only have been playing ball hockey for a year or two but just because all the other aspects are there it it their name is known so I would say that they have an advantage of making the team Interesting, cool. That's that's kind of interesting to see that how it's not like a two-way street. It's kind of like they'll, they'll pick from from one side, but the other side doesn't pick from the other, kind yeah. of. Um, just 
on our last topic, why don't you talk about just like experience at Bishops and what, what, what makes it special to you and how and why you've fallen in love with it? I think the biggest part about Bishops that I really love is the small community. Um, sometimes it can be hard because everybody knows everything about everyone, but I also think that's a lot of charm because everybody's saying hi and everybody's such like friends and almost family honestly I like how when you go to the Plex in the morning you know everybody and everybody's saying good morning and I like how the professors can be close to you you see them at your games it's just it it all goes into the charm that Bishops holds and I really like the different programs I've actually branched out I'm taking another major now as well uh because I'm interested in nutrition so and they have that here. Um, yeah, I just love the community feel. And that's a major in, in sports studies? Yeah, majoring in sports studies and sociology and, and then minoring in pre-law. Wow, that's quite the, the, the <laughs> workload. So congratulations to you for balancing all that. Uh, I know it's not easy. I've, I've been in that situation as well. Uh, I was not double majoring and minoring, so I tip my hat to you <laughs> on that. And uh, yeah, so in your recruiting process, when uh, you chose to come here, that was, was that during the pandemic when everything was, was closed and stuff? So you, were you able to come on on campus visit I during did not, that? No. You did not? Okay, I so you kind of, <laughs> a blind uh, sh- commitment Yeah, I, uh, I just really wanted to commit at that point. I'd been talking to a lot of schools and I wanted to go into my grade 12 year, just being certain of where I was going, where I was heading. So um, I looked it up. There, I think there was a video tour done. Um, so, yeah, and I had a lot of meetings with the coaches, and I, I really liked them. So, yeah, I made a decision kind of blindly. Um, I was very happy when I got here because it was just as nice as the photos. Right, and I think that's that speaks a lot to, to the beauty of the campus and just the, the community at Bishops. I know, like, people call it, like, the, the Bishops bubble because it's really, like, in Lennoxville. It's like you walk around, you know everyone on every street corner. It's yeah. It's weird at times, it's annoying at times, but it's, it's part of the charm that people have a huge sense of pride when they come here. And when they leave, the alumni is, it's really strong, the alumni um, community. So on that note, I think that's a wrap for us today. Thank you so much for joining us on episode three of Gator Talk. Thank you for having me.